Hello, everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning Podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 16 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. This season, we will showcase our heads of schools to share their stories and insights with you. This morning, we're welcoming Gregory Meung, General Director at Lagahen International School. Greg, welcome to the show. Good morning, Cara. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure for me to be uh, today on this podcast. Greg, tell us about where you were born and raised. How did you grow up? Thank you very much, Cara, for this first question. So I'm Swiss. Um, I've been raised and born uh, near the school, uh, actually. Uh, my mom is Belgian. She arrived at eight years old um, in the village where we are now and still living now today. And she was sent to a boarding school at eight years old uh, in the 1950s. And when she arrived there, she was amazed and she said, oh, my God, I really want to open a school and I want to have six children and marry a Swiss guy. And this <laughs> is exactly what she has done. Wow. So I've got three brothers and two sisters. And two of them are working with me still today. Uh, Stephanie, who is my assistant, and Christophe, my brother, who is a French and a sport teacher. So it's a really, truly family uh, affair. And I was uh, raised in the school. So I shared all the meals with the students, the, uh, the holidays, summer camp, uh, and really, uh, li- literally, the playground was my my home, actually, I was uh, always outside and uh, enjoying and meeting new nationalities and new people coming from all over the, the world. So I had a really happy childhood and I was also uh, happy to start skiing when I was four years old. We had a, a ski a ski slope right in the middle of the school. So, yeah, that's that's a little bit my story. Uh, Greg, who was your childhood hero and why? Um, that's a very interesting question, Carla. Thank you. Um, they, I've got actually, I've got two people who's coming to my mind. Uh, the first one, it was a TV show in the eighties in America. Uh, 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 his name was Mike Giver, and he was already always in a difficult situation. And I really enjoyed the way he was thinking differently. He had this uh, never, never give up, which, which is the school motto, the resilience and always finding solutions. So he was really an inspiration for me. And the other one was Commandant Jacques Cousteau, uh, who is a pioneer and had a patient for nature and especially for sea life. And I really enjoy his show. And maybe that's also one of the reasons why I stayed uh, in Villar and uh, being in the middle of the nature. So, So yeah, I think it'd be hard to choose between both of them. I like your selection of heroes. Um, Greg, was there a meaningful teacher or mentor who impacted your life? Let me think. The first one comes to my mind. Uh, it's Pierre, who um, was a teacher in the in Lagrange, actually, already there. Um, and it's only years later, with my adult eyes, that I can really understand that he was already different. He was really passionate. He took a lot of his time also outside of the school to do this holistic education. Uh, he brought us a lot uh, of the time out in the nature. Uh, we will be visiting a farm with him or we'll be working in the forest and studying at the same time. And I think it's very important and primordial to have uh, many mentors throughout your life. And they're changing also 
uh, with the different kind of education that you're doing or or experience also in your life. And I remember that a quote from Jean-Claude Biver, who is a very famous Swiss uh, watch uh, maker and, and uh, manager who's been working for different brands, who would say a quote, you always need to be surrounded by people smarter than you. And I think that this is uh, it's, it's true. Uh, you need to take the best ones uh, from outside of your domain to get advice and to try to develop yourself uh, as well. I wonder if every teacher out there knows the impact they have on students that are under their guidance. When, when I hire a teacher, I always tell them that first. I tell them in life, we always remember the best teacher and the worst teacher. And I always want them to remember the best teacher that they had, and hopefully they had it in Lagrand. Uh, <laughs> all the middle ones, you tend to forget them, but the best teacher, you will always remind them for all your life, and they have a huge impact on a child's futures. Very, very true. Greg, how did you end up in education? Did you know early on that this was something you wanted to do? How did that happen? I don't really see it as ending up. Uh, it was a positive choice for me. I came to education after a successful career in hospitality. I did EHL in Lausanne. I went abroad. I went to Australia. I went to Belgium. But in the bottom of me, I always knew that I wanted to take over the school. I didn't really understand the reason why at the time, uh, but I always wanted to do that. And now I really understand that I love traveling. I understand the importance of the internationalism, of the global awareness. I like the interaction with different kinds of people. Uh, in one hour, you can speak to the students, to a staff, to our parents. It's very uh, varied. I, I really like that. And this is what really pleased me is to that every day I come to work and I said, okay, today I need to do this, 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 and this. And at the end of the day, I never do what I've planned because I have so <laughs> much uh, things uh, uh, which you have not planned. And this is what uh, I, I like. So I really like the solving issues. I like helping people and I like uh, trying to and to make a change uh, in some lives. Yeah. And how would you describe your leadership style? Uh, I think that this question needs to be asked to my staff, uh, to be honest. Uh, I try to tend, uh, my door is always open. I make myself uh, available and I reply very quick, quickly to everyone to try to solve the issues as soon as possible, which I think that this is the most important. I rather prefer human contact than emails. I receive more or less 200 emails a day and I ask my staff really to try to come in and speak uh, uh, in in person as much as possible. Same with the students. I make myself try very visible in the school. I eat every lunch with the students. I I go and chat with them. I try to have a, a words for each of them. Um, uh, and I think that I would like that myself see me as a transformational leader uh, and showing leading by example. I think that this it's it's the key in education. You can tell them, for example, don't smoke, don't smoke. But if you smoke, they don't understand the message. So I really try to put high standards on myself, which sometimes is difficult as well, because uh, we're all human beings, but to try to never, never give up and to try to do uh, my best. Yeah, Absolutely. I think leading by example applies to every industry out there. Greg, what's something most of us don't know about Lagahen? 
I think given our reputation as a strong junior boarding school, uh, most will not know that we are one of the only boarding school now uh, and day school for a family who have children from five to 18 years old. Um, also, since we took, since I took over the school, we have done a lot of refurbishments. Uh, we really have state-of-the-art facilities. Uh, should come and visit our boarding school, which I believe it's amazing. And I'm very jealous when I see what, what the students have today. Uh, also, maybe two other fun facts is that uh, we are very uh, fond of pets. We have a small farm at the school. We have uh, several dogs living on the campus. Uh, we do our own uh, honey also at school. And uh, our senior campus is literally just next to the uh, cable car telecabin to go skiing. So we are the only ski in ski out school. Uh, so, yeah. That's um, true. The school is literally footsteps away. Even when exactly. you take the virtual tour online, you yeah. can see the telecabine in, in one of the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, definitely. It's absolutely fantastic. Greg, what three words would you use to describe your school? Uh, I would use the first one, family-owned school. I think this is uh, a very important to us. Another one, it's uh, happy. Um the individual attention. I, I think I always ask my staff before just uh, entering the lesson and starting the lesson to have a small word with everyone, uh, to say, hello, how is your parents? I know that your mother was at the hospital or your dog just died. So so just those little individual attention, for example, for birthday, we do personalized cake, for we do some welcoming notes for new students and things like that. And the last one, definitely their resilience, uh, the never, never give up. We don't ask them to be the best everywhere, but to do as best as they can. And this is something very important uh, to us. So they have to go out of the comfort zone. They're not always happy with that, but this is how you learn about yourself and about uh, your limits. So the resilience for me uh, is very important as well. Greg, can you tell us about a memorable student? Um, it's, it's, it's a hard question. <laughs> and I believe it's not really fair if I choose just one. They're all amazing and memorable uh, for different reasons, mostly for the best ones. Um, I During each assembly I'm leading I'm, uh, with the students, I showed this quote from Einstein, which I really love. Education is what remains after you have forgotten what you've learned in school. So what I mean by that is that uh, it's normal that we tend to forget some key dates in history or, or some Pythagoras uh, formulas uh, in maths or uh, formulas or, or or different other subjects, but you always remember what is very very meaningful. And there's a German psychologist called Ebbinghaus, and he has done a curve in the 1880s where it shows that there's a big drop of retention just after the learning. And they have written a study in 2015 to confirm his work, and it's still the same. So for me, what is meaningful and what we try to do with them every day, it's really the respect, the tolerance, the resilience, and taking care of themselves, uh, the happiness. Uh, I've done the study of happiness with Harvard University, and I've tried to develop that uh, among the school, which is are very important. So when we have alumni coming back, and by the way, we have our 75th anniversary on the 17th of June, where we'll have 400 alumni coming back on that evening. 
It's amazing to see the memories they have. And you tend to think that you they will talk about uh, what you have remembered, but they will have other memories that it's very uh, anchor in in their in their uh, brain. And uh, it's always uh, very fun to to see, but they always remember the care, the individual attention and the love they have received, which really pleased me. Absolutely. Greg, the Swiss boarding schools are very renowned for their tradition. Lagahan now has been around for 75 years. How do you innovate without compromising on this tradition that the schools are so famous for? So we went from a home d'enfant was uh, that's what we call after World War II was more like a sanatorium taking care of the handful of the students to a top leading boarding school in, in 75 years. So this did not happen without innovation and positive uh, change. Uh, Switzerland is still the most innovative country in the world according to the Global Innovation Index for uh, several years in a row now. And innovation needs to happen. If there is no change or no progress in the school, the school will just die. So uh, this goes through creative curriculums, through educators, uh, creative educators as well, and uh, through all the holistic program that we offer uh, to them. Whatever we do, we change, we always keep our core value. There's no compromise on that. The school has a difficult task, which is to prepare students for a world that will be much different from what we know today. What does that process look like? I think that this was the task since the school were established. And we know that the future is quite or can be quite scary for uh, everyone. Um, for, for me, my personal opinion is that we need to teach the students to think differently, uh, to be critical, not always trust what they see, especially today with the AI, and to be curious open-minded with traveling a lot and visiting the world and passionate. This is the most important. That's why we offer many uh, clubs, extracurricular activities to make sure that they find a passion also outside of the lesson and the academic life. So they need to have a passion, which is very important. Absolutely. Greg, in your opinion, what's the best problem to be solving in 2023? Um, I will cheat a bit. I will say that it will be the best problem also in 2024, 25, 26. <laughs> For me, it's the communication. My mom always tell me, tu m'écoutes, mais tu ne m'entends pas. Meaning, you listen to me, but you don't hear me. But sometimes I choose not to hear her <laughs> because she's my mom, you know? It's part of the deal. But I think that clear communication in both directions where people really try to understand each other is the key. Uh, there's a famous quote, I remember, I don't remember who said it, but communication is the key to success. So that's why, for example, this Friday, we have a group of students who will follow a communication workshop from uh, Dr. Shotmarn, and uh, we really tend to explain them that it's so important that uh, both parties understand well each other. Um, Craig, we yeah. were speaking uh, earlier about the importance that teacher, uh, the impact that teachers have on students. 
and their overall experience at the school. They're pretty much molded during their time in, in school and they leave transformed. In which aspects do you feel that Lagahan contributes the most? I think this is a very personal to uh, each student and the, the best result is again with the alumni. When they come back, uh, they speak to you about the attention they received here. Uh, it really makes me uh, uh, proud. And I think I'm even more proud and the best takeaway from our students, it's when they can give back as well. So they can give back to the world or to the community or uh, to do something with the society or with some association and that they are grateful. And I think that this is a very powerful message. Absolutely. What does the future of education look like to you? Do you envision traditional classrooms to exist in the future? Uh, so I will first answer the second part of the question. And for the first part of the question, I will ask uh, chat GPT to see what will be the answer, <laughs> if you don't mind. Um, so let's see the second part. Yes, and I think uh, with the COVID has proven us that as well, but I will not speak too much about the COVID, that we need to have uh, the classes. But the classes and the classrooms need to uh, be uh, fun and they need to be innovation also in the classes. So for example, in our senior campus, we follow the Arcness method where we have uh, 14 students around a design table uh, and the teacher sitting in the middle. So in our classroom, there is no desk for the teachers and the teacher is a facilitator. He's part of the learning and uh, he's a, a facilitator also in communication. This means all the people in the room has to debate, has to communicate, has to change ideas. And this is some type of the lessons who are delivering like that. And uh, there's a big difference. So you cannot have a student sleeping at the back of the room and not paying attention. And I think uh, they feel that when they are uh, empowered of their own learning, they return as well much more their information. So I think that we need to continue to bring innovation and fun into the classes. Now, uh, coming back on the first part of the question, um, uh, Chad GPT uh, here was is telling me, uh, personalized learning, online and hybrid learning, lifelong learning, globalization and focus on skill. I don't disagree at all with those answers and it's reassuring that AI confirms that we're on the right track and especially that we are doing that since now a while uh, in our school and that we are working on the holistic education for many, many years. However, I strongly believe that with all the um, AI coming, we need to create kind and empathetic uh, human beings who will use this technology a lot. Uh, we need to, or they need to have strong inter interpersonal skills and they will need to be resilient and passionate about what they are doing. Sure. And I was just going to add that I did notice when I toured Lagahan that there were no individual desks for the teachers or the students, that it was a boarding room like style table. And I thought it was a very interesting concept because it eliminates that barrier between student and teacher and puts everyone literally on the same level as collaborators. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it was a bit difficult to put it in place because uh, some teachers were not used to it, some students as well. But actually, 
after a lesson, it went so well. And so we have very, very good results about that. And you can see the students much more confident as well. And uh, we're really proud of, of this. I used to like to sit in the back, so I think I would have been one of the students that would have had a hard time adjusting. But I, I really, I really enjoyed the the concept, and I and I saw it myself. Um, Greg, what does success mean in your role? Uh, again, uh, as you know, my mother was a director of school for forty years, and I've got this embedded in my DNA. She was saying always, "Happy staff, happy students, happy students." Happy teachers, uh, happy parents, sorry, <laughs> happy parents. So it's various circular elements uh, of success. Me personally, I'm very happy when I see the students coming out of a lesson or an activity where they've been safe, where they have fun, and when they have learned something about themselves and about the world uh, which is around them. So that's for me, it's success. Greg, and finally, I can't believe we're already towards the end of the podcast. Any final message or advice for parents and students who are considering joining Lagahen? Uh, yes, we are passionate, innovative, caring, and focused on the individuals. We ask our students, I guess, I guess now that uh, you all have understand, to never, never give up. And we never give up on our students either. So we, we believe the key with them is to communicate as much as possible. We all do mistakes and they all deserve uh, second chance as well. And it's by learning, uh, by doing that we learn. So uh, some mistakes needs to happen uh, as well. Um, however, and finally, I guess uh, visiting other schools is also very important. Every child is, is, is different, but definitely come and see us and, and say hello. We are different and we are quite unique. Wonderful, Greg. I really enjoyed having you on the podcast this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Carla, for your time. And thank you for all the other listeners. Thank you. If any of our parents and students wish to continue this conversation, can they find you on LinkedIn? Uh, unfortunately, I'm not on LinkedIn, but uh, they can contact you or Swiss Learning or they can di directly go on, on our website. Sounds good. I will be more than happy to put them in contact with you. And if anyone else has any questions about anything else they heard on the podcast today, feel free to contact me at carla at swisslearning.com. Thank you for listening and until next time.